The following podcast is an Embassy Row production. Welcome back to Side Peace Show. Yeah, you guys, my guest today is so freaking amazing. And I had the best time talking with him that he needed more than just a quick intro. He needed a poem. Listen and see who my guest today shall be. Smart, successful, independent, though his parents he loves to please. But give him a few drinks and he will be giving Richa the best damn strip tease. Always working hard to be the best son and fiancé and to crush the underwear selling game. So, did you figure it out? Well, it's a good thing that I'm not going to tell you until later. Ha ha ha. And now it's time for Side Stealers of the Week. New York. Harry freaking Duber. All right, anyone that has sex with three besties always deserves Side Stealer of the Week. And don't forget Aviva is on that list, you guys. I mean, he's technically a housewife himself after doing the do with so many chicks on the show. But you guys, I don't get it. What with this guy getting all the ladies? I don't understand. Okay, Harry Duber, I gotta crack the code. Please at me because I need you on side piece ASAP. And we have a special today. Yet another side stealer from New York. Leah's brother. Leah's brother is pretty easy on the eyes. That's it. That's all. Thank you and good day. Beverly Hills. Kathy freaking Hilton. Yes, I know. It is a shocker that Kathy once again is a side stealer. Kathy Hilton. The woman is worth over $350 million. Like $350 million. And she's eating her food off of a TV tray. This is one of the many 350 million reasons why I freaking love Kathy so. And that wraps up my Side Stealers of the Week. But what else is hot and happening in Bravo world? Potomac. Giselle coming after Wendy's husband, Eddie, saying that Eddie is a cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater. And Wendy went off, like off. But you know what? By the way, anyone coming after my husband, I would rip some face off too. But I will say, Candace might have just had the Potomac line of the season so far. When Ashley is grabbing her stored breast milk from the fridge, Candace and Ashley are fighting, and Candace yells, get your milk and get the F out. (laughs) That might be a line of the season. And hot damn, this is one of the many reasons why I love Potomac. Beverly Hills. So much happening off camera, on social media, it honestly makes the show even better. I mean, everything going down with Erica and Tom has been insanity. And now Erica is getting sued for $25 million to pay back everything that her company spent. I mean, Something new literally every day, which just, of course, makes you want to tune into the show more, which is why Beverly Hills has insane ratings right now, and they will never get rid of Erica Jane. Shaw's Reunion Part 2. There's so much beef between the group. There's Mike with, well, everybody. There's Reza and MJ. I just wonder how they rebound and come back for another season. I love Shaz. It's just just a hot mess between everybody. But after last season's reunion, I also didn't think that they would be back because it was so bad. And here we are. This season was probably, out of all of them, my favorite. It was so awesome. So much going on. 
But again, I still wonder, how long will it last? And that wraps up all the hotness happening in Bravo. You guys, thank you. I love you. I love you so. Thank you so much for subscribing, for listening. You guys, I get messages. I love the podcast. And it just makes me so happy. Again, I say it every week. I do this for you. I love it. And I can't thank you enough. And I just love it. So all of us together can celebrate all of the entertaining and delicious parts of Side Piece Show. You can find me at Side Piece Show. That's at S-I-D-E-P-I-E-C-E-S-H-O-W. Thank you again for all the love, all the support. And I will see you next Wednesday. My guest today, the only thing sweeter than seeing him sandwiched between his parents during confessionals is seeing him in his underwear. Yes, it's the engaged again superstar of family karma, Vishal Pavani. You guys, the name's party. Underwear dance party, also known as the star of Family Karma. It is Vishal Parvani. Hi. Hey, how's it going? Good. Oh my gosh, Vishal. I am so, as a dork, bravo, psycho fan, me, I was like, you know, it's almost like the mean girls in high school. I'm like, there's a newbie show coming in. I don't know if I'm digging this. Like, you know, it's on a different turf. I have been watching nonstop. Michelle, I am so addicted to family karma right now. I can't that, even tell you. That is awesome. And I'm hearing that from the, everyone who like, gives the show a chance. They get hooked. Like, just watch it once. And it, it's honestly a show that really hasn't been done on Bravo before. So it's, it's, it's completely new and super authentic and real and you're just learning about so many new lives you know what honestly i was like okay because you know they do the housewives it's all the same right but yeah. it's like the family the housewives so then you're like all right who's this newbie trying to pop in and i'd always watch shaws of sunset who i love as well by the way yeah okay oh by the way I saw you and my boy, well, he's not my boy. I like to claim that he's my boy. Adam yeah. is my boy, but I saw you and Reza. Yeah, Reza's my boy. Reza's my boy. Gigi's my girl. I love them both. Wait a minute. So did you guys meet from, because you were doing Family Karma, or you had known them pre-Family Karma? Uh, no, no. I, I only met them maybe about six, seven months ago. I was, I, I go to LA quite often. So I just, I was out there. I reached out to him. and. Reza responded immediately. Super sweet guy. We got lunch and had a blast. Oh my God. And that's the picture that we saw on Instagram. Yeah. Oh my God. That was so wait. And then you met Gigi, tell me. No, Gigi's just virtually. I can't wait to meet her though. I'm, oh. I have the biggest crush on her. And no. Richard, Richard knows this too. <laughs> so it's okay. <laughs> so Richard's cool with it. Yeah. Yeah. Gigi's like your pass, your hall pass. <laughs> I don't know if Richard would agree, but. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh, that is so amazing. You know, because it's like there's similarities, I feel, where it's like the besties, right? Like you have MJ, you have Reza. Like, you, look at you guys. I've known each other since freaking diapers, since before yeah. puberty. So 30 plus years, 30 plus years, all these relationships, which is that. And it started with our families, which is that's why we are so, like, we're, we're so connected, which I don't think. In any other show, you see how connected we are. We're, we were, it's, it's forced friendships that you're seeing. We were, it's arranged right. friendships that right. we, we learned to love each other. Okay. So you guys, literally all of you, who have you known the longest? Uh, Amrit. Amrit. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. That is insane. It, and that is the crazy part is like, we see bits and pieces of family, parents, whatever, but like when you guys are sitting sandwiched in between your mom and dad or next to your parents, that shit is so classic. How is that? I mean, you're living your life. You're talking about sex and marriage and like the nitty gritties. And then mom and dad are like shoulder to shoulder with you. Oh my God. It's so awkward. And 
you know, it's, it's stuff that we as Indians never want to talk about what's going on in our relationship with our parents. And now we're in this medium where, yeah, even if we're not talking about it, they're watching it later on. So right. it's, 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 they're getting a, an insight into our lives as well that we've kept secret from them. So it's really opened a lot of doors for us and really has opened up the communication between us better because we had two separate lives. We had our lives with our parents, very conservative lives. And then we have, you know, we're American at heart. We all grew up here. So we have our lives, our values that are different from our parents. And we kept right. that secret from them. You know, what's crazy though about all that is like, you're talking about the two separate lives yet. Most of you guys or most of the cast live with their parents. <laughs> Is that, is that, and everyone was asking, right? Cause I like to feel it on, on social, you know, when I have a guest, everyone was like, is this a thing, like a culture thing that you guys live with parents or is that just you guys? No, it's, it's, it's definitely a cultural thing that, that we do live with our parents for a long time, if not forever, for a lot of people. And, you know, they take care of us when we're younger and it's kind of expected that we take care of them when they get older. So it's just, it's, uh, we, we live in multi-generational households and it's yeah. just, that's, that's normal for us. We don't know really any other way. Okay. So when you're like in, in your devil Lucifer costume and you're, you know, doing your strip tease for your hot girl, what are your parents saying? <laughs> uh, in that aspect, they've known that about me. They, they know that I am shirtless quite often. That's something that I haven't hidden from them. So they're like, oh, it's, it's just Michelle. And, you know, it, it, it's what we've come to expect from him. We don't expect anything less. So for that, it's okay. I'm, you know, I, I'm jumping into it because I'm so excited about, I mean, like, I'm so obsessed with you guys right now. I'm literally re-watching. I've been literally, these bags under my eyes are not, like, you guys are screwing my shit up because I've been <laughs> literally up to one, two in the morning lately re-watching season two. Yeah, season two, like, season one was great, but I think season two was, it was greater than season one, in my opinion. I It was so many barriers are broken and it was, it was so many genuine conversations that I think really can help a lot of people, not just Indians, but a lot of other people. You're, you're seeing Amrit coming out to his grandmother. You're right. seeing relationships break. That was a lot. It's a lot. So, you know, wait a minute. Okay. So let me back up. Cause I got so excited just seeing you and starting all this. How did you guys even get hooked up with family? Like how did you guys even get hooked up with the show? with Bravo. How did this all start? They wanted to do a show about Indians and did a couple of interviews with us. They loved what they saw. Like they saw the genuine connections that all our families had. It was just honestly just doing our everyday lives. And it's something that I'm glad that Bravo gave us the platform to showcase what we just do on our everyday day-to-day lives going on. So it's, it's something growing up I think representation is so important that growing up, I never saw Indians on TV, but, and, and we were the first all Indian cast show in, in US history. So that was mind boggling and also inundating at the same time. We, we didn't know what to expect. So I'm glad to see the reception that the show has had and really thankful that we had the opportunity to showcase our lives and, for it to be received so positively that totally. people are reaching out saying, yeah, it's, it's awesome that we can see that we're not alone in these situations because yeah, growing up Indian, you, you do have certain issues that other people don't experience. So just to see yourself represented on TV, it does really help out a lot of people, which I am fortunate that I'm part of this. It's so amazing. I, can, I mean, I can't even imagine what you're doing for like the community and bringing this out. How, how did Bravo even find you? Have you met us? <laughs> I know, right? A producer just like found you guys? They honestly reached out to us and it was, it was history. We did some interviews and the rest is history. That was it. They approached us and they're like, we like what we see around here. And they saw the history, the, the 30 plus year history. That's something you can't, right. you can't recreate that, you know? Right, totally. And your parents were like, sure. Oh, we'll they, no, no, no. Parents did not want anything to do with this. They, again, we have issues. Like there, there's a lot of 
things as Indians we want to keep private. And I think for our parents, especially, they are not used to expressing their problems and concerns outside the four walls of their house. They want to keep everything as private as possible because you want to have a certain image of you in public's eye. And I think it's, uh, as Indians are concerned, specifically, we have a very high regard for what other people think about us, especially, I think we, we care too much about that. So to get our parents on board with this, with this process to like showcase and open the, the, open the cameras to our lives, that was difficult. They didn't want, they honestly didn't want anything to do with this. It was, it was hard for them to, to trust and like be open. But at the end of the day, they will do anything. And we're fortunate that they will do anything to make their kids happy. So they did come around. So true too. You're just like, listen, my kid's happiness. But at the same time, it's like when, you know, you and when you and like Dylan got in it, right. It's like, we see the aunties, right. in that whole fight. And your mom was like, listen, you're talking about my kid, but at the same time, your kid is my kid because we're all together. We've all. And that's very, that's very much true. So yeah. And all, all these aunties that we, that, that I grew up with, these are, aunties I've known forever. Yeah. They are all my second moms and dads that we have so much respect for them that, and, and same for them that they consider that are like, they consider all the kids, even though we're 30 plus years old, right. all the kids that we're, we're, there, the kids. We're, we're, we're there, we're their kids, we're their right. sons, we're their daughters. So whatever affects one person, it really affects the whole community. And when you, when you're talking about the, the fight with Dylan, yeah, that was tough. That me, my issue now becomes a community issue. And that's what I don't want. Right. And happens. you're so sweet. And it's like, and everyone even says like, remember ha- half the cast was like, no way. Like Anisha, everyone's like, I can't even imagine Michelle saying that, but it was like, I know. And I watched, I think it was the after show. See what a dork I am right now. I think it was not even watch what happens live. I think it was the after show and everyone was talking about the fight. And I know it yeah. was so difficult for you guys, for you and Dylan. And then the, the cast, right. But yeah. are you, you said it brought certain things to light. Are you kind of happy that it happened because you're showing like, listen, this is our life. You know, my relationship is serious. It's, it's, it's what, like we're up and down and it's fragile. And then you're talking about my sexuality. Yeah. So am I glad I spoke up? Yes. hundred percent. I think if there's something bothering you, don't let it bottle up inside until you explode. I think it's, it's good to express. And I think that's something that I've learned from, from therapy, just to keep saying what's on your mind. Don't, don't hold it in. If you have an issue, let it out and move on, you know? So I let it out. I might've chosen the wrong words and I, I probably did choose the wrong words, but at that time I was very hurt by what was said about me and my sexuality that, yeah, it came out very strongly and, and because I also felt very strongly myself about it. So right. it is what it is. We, we dealt with it, but would I take it back? No, I wouldn't take it back. And that's something I had to go through and I, I don't have any regrets. Why do you think, you know what I was, I was watching this for the 15th time and <laughs> you know, I'm like always thinking like, why about this? What about this? Why do you think Dylan, again, being your younger brother, you guys known each other forever. You've been in a long-term relationship. I mean, yes, you've had your issues and he is gay himself. Why do you think that was even a thought in his head to do that? Knowing you, it's not like you're some guy in the street and he's like, oh, I wonder if. Yeah. And, and that's what really hurt me because yeah, I don't care what, yeah, I don't care what social media says about me. And if, if you don't know me, does it have that much effect on me? Yeah, of course I, I it, it does affect me to a certain extent, but what really affects me is the people that I consider near and dear. That's the people I give value to their opinion. So yeah, if, if someone that's close to me is, is speaking untruths about me that they, that they specifically know and just, playing along with the narrative, then that hurts me. You're in a position where you can actually tell people that you know the truth. Don't go along with it just for, you know, attention's sake. You think someone brought it up to him and he just was bringing it out? Uh, I, I think at that time, you know, it, uh, the public was talking a wow. lot. And, and if someone's going to talk to you, don't agree and don't go 
further down that that hole when you're in a position where you can actually correct it as my family. Totally. And but you and Dylan are cool now. You're fine. Yeah, you squash it. Yeah, you guys squash at the Halloween party. Yeah. And now, uh, no one know, now everyone knows not to mess with me. So Yeah. <laughs> those muscles, baby, in those underwear. That's all. Right. And by the way, we're getting to that, baby. Don't you worry. Okay. <laughs> right. So you know what else? I'm like sitting here. And again, maybe I missed something, but I thought I was in it. So Monica brings Brian Taco Bell. And they're sitting there. And they're like, do you think our significant others are jealous because we ba ba ba? Wait. What did that mean? Ba ba ba. Did they have <laughs> did they sex? Do, there, there was a there was a whole boxer gate that I that happened season one. Now, did they ever do anything? I no, I don't think they ever banged. No, have they made out? Probably, but I don't think anything past that. Really? Yeah, yeah. I I I, I don't think they've done anything past making out. Because from Brian, it was like, uh, and Monica's like, dude, it almost I know, but like- I, feel like, I feel like guys tend to exaggerate. You know, it's like the three times rule. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so it's like three times. Like, so what Brian says, you got to divide what he says by three. And what Monica says, multiply by three. So it's like, it's reverse. So you got to, <laughs> you got to take everything with a grain of salt when they say, whatever the guy says, we're exaggerating. And the girl is really playing it down low. That's what I've learned. Was it crazy though? You're like, okay, is this like incestual because we're so close and then something might've possibly happened. Even if it was like <laughs> feeling a boob. Is that like we're family? Is that weird? Uh, no, I think growing up, all our friends have, uh, I guess we, we used to call ourselves growing up like a very incestuous, but we weren't because <laughs> we're not blood related. So have there been hookups between the group? Yeah, there has been hookups between the group, but which which friend group has not had hookups between the friend group? Yeah, we're a little closer because our families have known each other for a long time, but that's that's what it is. Have there been other hookups? Yeah, we didn't see. Yeah, something's <laughs> coming up. Okay, what everyone wants to know, though. I mean, I'm of course I want to know who's having sex with who, but what is going on with you and your hot girl? Things are great actually right now. Left the season, she took back my ring, which I'm glad because I was I was very nervous at that point that I brought in all the guns, you know. To uh, I was I was actually just expecting her to put it on her necklace, like like just leave it around your neck and you could decide later on. But like a Carrie Bradshaw, yeah, it's, it's closer and to my heart. Is that what it is? I've heard that saying, but I've never seen Sex in the City. Listen, I, I don't know shit about that saying except for what Carrie said. So of course, anything Carrie says, I go by. So I know Richard has seen it, but I, I've heard that thing about it. So I don't, I don't know. But so I put it on the necklace and I thought she was just going to put it on her, her necklace. Like, fine, that's that's cool. But I saw a little uh, uh, stutter in her hand when I when I walked to her and I got confused. Like, you put it in your hand? That's the mariachis. I had the little backup. So that that really sealed the deal. But to answer your question, we are doing great. Honestly, I think this is the best we've ever been. Uh, I've been going to Memphis quite a bit. I'm trying to go there at least once a month. Richard might downplay and say I go a lot less and I might be exaggerating the same rule that three times rule. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Earlier. yeah. So yeah. I, I'm trying to go, I'm trying to go at least once a month. And she's coming down to Miami a lot more as well. So we're looking at purchasing houses. Um I I've been looking in Memphis and also in Miami as well. So hopefully, hopefully soon we will uh have two houses. Okay, wait a minute. But you guys are engaged again. Yeah, we're engaged. We're engaged. Oh we're engaged to get we're engaged to get married. And this time it's going to stick. We are going to get married. We will get married. It's it's been 10 years. I think it's finally time, you know? Like we can't we can't keep uh the, we can't keep this roller so roller coaster of emotions. Like I think we've let all our shit out in the open. Like there's nothing else that we can like I, I don't think there's any more issues between us. I don't know, maybe I'm lying, but I, I I feel like we've we've gone through the motions. We've we've said what bothers each of us, and right. we're still together. So 10 years, we're 10 years strong. If we're not broken up now, I don't think anything's gonna break us up. Not and by the way, Vishal, I'm, like, yeah. I'm not gonna jinx myself. I'm not gonna would too. Wait, but like in the crazy part is not only in your a relationship and long distance, but you're doing it on a freaking reality show. 
like the odds have been stacked against us. Uh, yeah, being felt like showcasing our lives, like every single detail, our moms. Yeah. Okay. How? <laughs> by the way, how is that going with her mom? I think at this point we can hope for them to be cordial, and if and when the wedding happens, that should be not. Uh, that will be another issue on itself. So, Oi. we'll have to we'll have to uh, cross that bridge when it happens. But I am hopeful that they can, you know, their communication is a little better now, and I'm hoping that, you know, I don't, I'm not expecting my mom and her mom to be best friends and call each other all the time. I don't expect that, but at least right. I do expect you both to treat each other with respect and be cordial with one another. So, as long as I can make that clear to both of them. I think we'll be good. I mean, listen, you're both like defending, you know, your own kid. Right. And it was for me, especially when you guys were sitting around that bonfire and, you know, it was just the two of you, you and Lopa talking and like, she was getting heated with you. Like, I just felt, I can't even imagine your mom watching. Okay. Like I felt bad. Let alone your, I could see your, your mom probably getting so fired up. Like, don't talk about my kid that way. Don't talk to my kid oh, that way. Yeah. He's going to get mama bear on you, you know, just like Rich's mom too. So yeah, of course, whatever someone says about your son or daughter, you know, your, your parents will always have a very strong reaction to that, especially, especially in the Indian community. We're, I feel like moms are, because I, we live in the, we live in the same household. I feel like we're very attached to each other. I don't know. Right. It's, it's, I don't know. They, they, they feel like they're, they're our moms for the entire lives. Like they have to, they feel the need that they always have to protect us no matter what. Right. So how are you then in low, like, how are you guys doing? We've had conversations. We've had conversations. I've, I've told her that if, and when me and Richa do get married with exactly what I'm telling you, that there needs to be some sort of respect and we have to have at least be cordial with one another. I don't want to, have any more issues with my fiance based on our parents. If we have issues, I want it to just be our issues, not external factors. We have enough issues between us that we don't need anything else. So I'm trying to make that clear to both of them and just say, listen, my mom wants to protect me. I know you want to protect Richa, but come on, enough is enough. We have right. to get like, if we're going to get married, I need you both to be cordial. That's, that's the name of the game. And so Lopa got a place down in Miami. Why isn't Richa moving down? Uh, most of her client's base is in uh, the Memphis area. So for work-wise, she needs to be there. Her mom has done the business. She's go back and forth when she pleases. But I think for me and Richa, we've really prioritized work, especially in our age, that I think we have to make certain sacrifices. For her, she needs to be closer to servicing her clients so that's why she's in memphis a lot most of her clients are in that area and when she can and finds the time she comes to miami between us we just have to work on a schedule and yeah. communication so if we have a schedule where i'm going there uh one week out of the month and she's here at least two weeks out of the month then we're, we're together three weeks and that's i think that's the goal that we're aiming for so do you think it'll be crazy i mean have you guys ever lived together Yes, I uh, know. You, you know, like her, her apartment I have without her mom knowing I have stayed there for quite a bit. Like we all do in relationships. Yeah. yeah. And then I have the, you know, the to go bag where when she comes <laughs> yeah. to the scoot on over and leave. So uh, if she, if she found that out, she pissed, but yeah, I think it's normal. I think everyone has done that. So yeah, we, we are going to live together. I'm trying to buy a house. I'm hoping it happens in the next couple months. Hopefully I'm putting offers left and right on contracts for houses, but. Oh, that's so amazing. It's oh such a, God. it's such a, it's such a crazy market here. It's, uh, so wait, you are going to buy a house there. Yeah. Is it still going to be back and forth? Yeah. Unfortunately. Okay. So, it's still going to be back and forth. Yeah. But, but when I, when, when I do buy my house, yeah, uh, she will be moving in with me. But again, but going back and forth to Memphis. Yeah. And then, and then when we buy our house in Memphis, the plan is that I stay with her. So I, we, that, that way, our moms are not in the picture as much. We'll still go to our parents' houses, like I am right now, actually. Uh, and you know, we'll, we'll still we'll still spend time there. Oh my god! How long do you think you're gonna do this long distance thing? 
if you just see like the sigh in my face that I, I wanted it to be done after two years, it's been five years now. Oh my long god! Long distance. I thought it was going to be two years, but you got to make sacrifices for the people you love. So if if that's if this is what it is, it's it is what it is. We'll we're not a normal relationship. I don't claim to be, and we'll we'll make do. This is this is just how our lives are, and we'll make do. This is how it is going to be for the foreseeable future. What are we talking, kids? Too. I, you know, I would love a kid. Rich is not on that same page yet, but you know, I think I'll eventually wear her down and we'll, we'll get on that. We'll get on the board. Maybe like in five years. Okay. Cause relationships are so hard. Right. And I just can't even imagine doing it on reality TV because of course, you know, the saying that any relationship you come on reality TV, it's a kiss of death. Right. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. But Richa was a big Bravo fanatic and she was watching it for like nine years prior to and then, it, then we're on it. And she's like, you really want to put our relationship on camera? You know how many issues we have. And then day one, bam, bam. Yeah. Oi. So she called it. She called it. Yeah. But again, do you think it's because of the show or because you guys just had issues and the show happened to capture it? Uh, I, I think the show adds another like layer that a lot of people don't know about the, the, the comments from the outside, it, they do take some effect, you know, like, I, we're not like completely hard on the outside where, yeah, people have comments about us. Yeah. We try not caring about what people say about us, but yeah, sometimes it, that does add a different dynamic to our relationship for being on camera that everyone knows everything that's going on in our lives. So yeah. It does add another layer of stress. How is you know, that for you? Because you're, I mean, you're new to this like reality TV game. Bravo, people. Hello, me included. We're like crazy bunch, right? Like we're crazy Bravo fans. Like we we study, we know these shows. That just sounded super creepy. Um, <laughs> but like, you know what I mean? Like we're like hardcore. So you, all of a sudden you're like, okay, I'm doing this new show with my freaking girl, with my best friends and my parents. Like, how is that on social media? Social media, I have learned to tune it out a bit more now that we've done season two, you know, it's, 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 I, I know what comes with the territory. Season one was a different story, but season two, now I know it's like, okay, say, I don't care what people say about me. It's fine. I just got to do what I think is best for me and focus on my happiness, focus on my health. And if I do that, I'm fine. So, but yeah, bringing in the rest of the families and bringing in your friends because, because our parents, they didn't ask for it. Right. right. They, they, they wanted the opposite of it. They want to keep everything as private as possible. Right. So it's been interesting to see how we've all evolved to accept this process that, you know, it's okay that we were learning to see the good and the bad from this. Like it's not all bad. Like we have, we've learned how to communicate better. I think as a family, we've learned how to not sweat the small stuff, like things that we thought were such a big deal to us when to other people, it's not that big of a deal. Right. You know, what's funny too. I was thinking about that because I'm like, you were just saying we're bringing such real issues to life and you see this beef, which I don't even know why it's over some stupid comment about with Anisha and Monica. And even you guys were like, oh, I mean, don't talk to me. Bye. Bye. And you guys remember. You And then, but then you're talking about, you're like on the flip side, you know, we have my nine, 10 year relationship. That's serious with issues with the moms. And then you have Emirate, like she, he's coming out. It's insane. Money. Yeah. It's crazy that, you know, it's, you have the, you have the whole spectrum. Yeah. You have like that that really surface level issues that we all deal with. And when we go on the flip side that you have things that have never been done before, like coming out to your nanny, that's, that's groundbreaking. And I'm so proud of him that just like talking about it, you get goosebumps, you know, it's so proud of my buddy. It's insane. Like, that's so cool. And it, it, again, like, I know you're talking about Reza, but it reminds me of his story when he's like, you're just not gay. Like in my culture, you're not gay. You know, you don't talk about it. Your family doesn't know about it. And then to do it on TV, just. Oh, yeah. It's, it's in the Indian culture. It's so taboo that it's so hard being gay, like, especially in, in a minority group that where it's not accepted even amongst your own people that for you to come out and do this so publicly, I think it's so as much trauma as you're probably experiencing. 
you are helping so many other people. So have you guys had backlash from your culture, like the Indian like culture about doing the show? You know, surprisingly, it's been like 99% positive. So I think, I think people are relieved that, you know, that we are bringing these taboo issues out that now it's, it's okay to experience things that not everyone is perfect. We're not pretending to be perfect that, this is just life, you know, we have, we have all the ups and downs and we're just trying to be as authentic and, and open as possible. We're not going to change what we're doing day to day. So just to please what we think Indians want to see, I think we're just, and, and I'm truly happy because I think going into this process, we all were very nervous. So it's, it's been, of it's been uh, really a big sigh of relief that it's been so positively re- received. Do you ever feel like you can't be you? I mean, I've talked to some, you know, a lot of people that do these shows and they're like, I feel like I always have to watch what I say and watch what I do. I wish. (laughs) (laughs) I kind of wish I was like that. I I put my foot in my mouth a lot of times. I probably shouldn't drink on camera like I do, but. (laughs) Yes, you should. Yes, you should. (laughs) But like, you went through everything that you went through season one and then uh, two things. Then they're like, we love you. Can you come back for season two? Holy shit. I mean, I can't even imagine how amazing that was for you to hear. But then on the flip side, we were like, oh my gosh, do I want to do this again? Everything I went through. You, you definitely go through all the emotions you right. have. You, you think about the positives. You think about the negatives. Yeah, you, you, you're like, do I want to go through this process and have everyone commenting about my life again? Or do you want to focus on the positives? Like I, I, I told everyone that I had Crohn's disease season one and I now I'm, a, now I'm an ambassador for the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation. So oh. <clears throat> things, things happen that you can see the good or the bad. And, and I think for us, we're very happy to have this platform that probably gave us opportunity to really represent us. And I think the positives definitely outweighed any negative. By the way, like a side note on that, that is so freaking amazing. And of all the people, I was like, I can relate to you the most. I mean, I was in the hospital over Thanksgiving for a week with a colitis attack. Like I have the same issues, my whole family. And you don't bring any, like, you know, again, on Bravo, at least this stuff is not talked about, right? That's another thing that's just like, you don't hear about it. You don't see people wearing crone shirts and like ambassador, like you don't see that at all. So by the way, just how is that on your system doing the reality show? And like your, your system's already out of whack, right? I know. I know it's, it's, it's balanced, but I, I think opening up about Crohn's disease, it helped me too. I think when people are open about it and you're able to speak about it freely, it loses a certain amount of control over you. Because growing up, yeah, I like same issue with you. I was in the hospital for a month when I was diagnosed. I was like, oh. I was less than half my body weight now. It was crazy. And growing up, I was very aware of it that I wanted to keep it as hidden as possible. And I think that really affected me that I was in a constant flare growing up because I was always stressed about it and always. Uh, cognizant about yeah. yeah, cognizant about what other people think about me. Am I weird that oh. like I'm not like the normal kids? But now talking about it, it's so freeing that it's like what it's it's yeah. I have Crohn's, but Crohn's like control me. I control it. So that's so uh, I'm so happy. Like that's huge. I mean, that's like you said, health is first and foremost. I love with you guys. Obviously, even if you don't know Bravo, you know something that they're crazy and it's drama. (laughs) And of course you guys, well, you guys bring that too. But what was so cool for me always watching anytime that you guys would have these parties and these get togethers, the parents, you guys, it was always cheersing to at the base of it, the foundation, just be a good person. And that's what like is so cool and refreshing about you guys. It's like, of course you guys are going to fight and you have your beef and talk shit, but like the, the core value of just like, be a good person. Don't be an asshole. It's yeah. there. Exactly. Yeah. We, we fight like and everyone fights. That's it's right. normal. But at the end of the day, our parents have instilled these values that have grounded us that, you know, if we, if we talk too much shit, we're not going to be worried about what, what our friends are going to think. We're going to be worried about what our parents think. And, you know, they're going to put us in our place. They, they're still our parents. That we're still afraid of them. So right. we're thankful that they can always ground us before things get too 
too out of whack, you know? So you guys do shoot season one and then you're watching it back. Was there anything? Cause sometimes people are like, I thought this was my friend and they're like talking shit in interviews or they said this behind my back. Is there anything that you, that caught you off guard when you watched yep. your first season back? Oh, oh, definitely. Definitely. Uh, uh, it's, it's very eye opening, especially the confessionals that you, uh, you, you're seeing what people are saying about you and you're like, why? I, 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 and you, and you start going through different thoughts and like, I, would I do that to them? Why are they doing this to me? And you, you, you start questioning what values, like, are do you treat your friends better than they treat you? Are you putting more effort into these friendships than they uh, do? They, do they actually care about you the totally. way that you care about them? So you go through the processes, but you know what, are, are we all saints? No. I think I think it's okay to have your thoughts out there, and I have to just be okay that people can go through their certain thoughts, and it shouldn't have control and power over me. So, yeah, your your close childhood friends say you had one idea of them growing up, and and, and until this day, until you see them in confessionals talking about you a certain way, that is this how they always are? Have they always been talking behind your back? Because I, for one, I don't think I do that. <laughs> right, right. Maybe I do. Totally. Has it changed? Do you think being on the show, I mean, you guys, like you said, you've been friends since so young. Has being on the show and seeing things like this or what you guys have gone through or whatever is happening, do you feel like your relationships with certain people have changed? Absolutely. But, you know, relationships, friendships, you all have your, you have cycles. And, and even if we were on the show, friendships, you go through cycles, you go through ups and downs. You never, it's never like a stasis here. You're, right. you're going to have ups and downs. So yeah, being on the show, it's another component to our friendship, but is it that out of the normal to have lows and highs with friends? No, it's, it's, it's just part of life. So that's, am I going to give it a full value that just being on the show causes certain relationships to have its lulls and, and highs? No, it's just, it's, it's the natural process of any friendship. Do you feel closer to anyone that you weren't expecting it or just in general because of doing the show or over the past, like filming and everything? Like certain friendships have, have become a bit stronger. Like right now I, I feel that I'm very like, Amr's my best friend, but now we're in business together. So, you know, if I call him, he has to pick up. So we are closer because of that, because now it's, I'm his business partner that, right. you know, before He's one of those guys that, you know, just, he just screens your call for fun. He, he, <laughs> he, has, he has his phone in his hand. He, he sees the number. He's like, oh, screen. Now he doesn't screen my calls anymore. So there you uh, go. Well, that's a big <laughs> deal. You're not getting screened. So are there friendships that you feel then are like, oh, okay, maybe I thought we were stronger and then we're not after the show or because we're going through our this? Uh, yes, yes and no. Yes and no. I won't name particulars right now, but. You know, it's, it's, you go through your husband, like, like Monica now, I, I feel even closer and, and, and stronger with her and Anisha too. But I, I know after season one, me and Anisha had our very, uh, after we went through what we did and, and seeing the interviews. Yeah. We went through a very low point in our friendship that it took some time to build back up, but you know, it, it just with any friendship, the more time you spend together, you, you clarify things, you talk it out. And, uh, and as long as I'm not holding what I feel in, and if I, if I can communicate that properly, let's just say with Anisha, uh, uh, then she knows uh, what affects me. And it, then from there, it's how you act from then on out. Now that right. you know, this bothers me, will you keep doing it? How are you going to react to it? Yeah, I'll right. give you, I'll give you, I'll give everyone a chance. As long as, as long as I know I'm communicating what's bothering me, if I'm not going to tell you that's bothering me, then do I have any right to be upset at you? No. And I think that's an issue that I have to work on because my communication has not always been the best. So as long as I can tell them what's going on to me, then it's up to you now how you take it. Right. It's on them then. You can't, yeah. Like you did what you could. What do you think is the hardest part of doing all this? Uh, the families. The families is the hardest part for me because it, this is something so new to them that they've been wired for 50 60 years to be very private mm -hmm. and now you're put in a case where you're forced to be open that you're now whatever you're saying in these in these in this house 
it's it's free reign for all your friends to hear. So yeah, it does affect them that uh, hearing the conversation that I have to have my mom and my dad that it is hard. It's hard for them and it's hard for all our parents that, you know, that's the hardest thing for me to have my parents being upset or being in a position where they are not happy because they didn't sign up for this. You know, it's, right. it's, it's, uh, it's me kind of forcing them to do it. That's true love though. Even through all of this, I mean, how many times have they said on the show, like, this is what we do. We just brush up stuff under the rug and we don't talk yeah. about it. And it's like, you know, that's your culture, but yet you're doing a reality show where you're forced I know, I know. to bring so that, it all that, out. The, 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 the families is definitely the hardest. Okay. But one of the best, let's get into this, which I have a hint why you created it. Okay. So underwear dance party, UDP. Okay. Underwear. Tell me. I, I know. And I have a hint that you started it because of your killer dad bod. <laughs> I mean, no. how do you have your stomach? Do you put makeup on that shit before you start or what? I mean, come on. I, I, I've had funny comments. I, I've had people ask me, did you get surgery to get your ass? <laughs> I didn't even know that was possible. Anything is possible, Michelle. Anything. You're in Miami. You should know this. Come on. No, I, I didn't know like an ab surgery is possible. Like I get comments like, how do you get your abs? How do you get your abs? You know what really inspired me to get my abs? Because Richard promised certain things that you know, if you got a six pack, then we'd do certain things every single night. But Ooh, every night? <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. If you guys are doing certain things every night, then she is by far fiance of the year. And by the way, <laughs> my husband better not listen to this at all because I don't want him getting ideas. I no, I think, I think, I think it was, it was, I think, no, it was a false promise. That's all. <laughs> you know, like she was like trying to motivate me, like, and, and then three months later, I got it. <laughs> and then you're like, pay up, baby. I'm, I'm, still, I'm still trying to collect. Still trying to collect. <laughs> you're like, it's collecting now for three years. <laughs> okay. So tell me about this. You guys started this. I mean, what made you uh -huh. even think to start this? Funny story. So uh, back in college days, we never, uh, after the party, me and Amir, we, we still want to keep the party going just like, we didn't know when to stop. So we coined this term. We, 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 would, we would say after the party, let's have an underwear dance party. And everyone just get like just in the underwear and keep going, dancing and like having drinks and not wanting the night to end. That's really where the term underwear dance party came was love it. Uh, through college with both of us. By the way, <laughs> I love how you say in college, we didn't want the party to stop. And yet here we are. I feel I know. like you ten, guys ten years, 10 years later. <laughs> Okay, still so the party to stop. now you're like, dude, we're best friends. Were you nervous about going into business with your best friend? I wasn't. He was. Yeah. I have a lot of family experience in creating uh, clothing. Like my family, they, they manufacture denim. They manufacture clothing items. One thing they've never done is, is underwear. So it just felt like a, something that I can tackle, something that they haven't already done. I did get a lot of advice from them. We, me and I consulted them a lot. This is something that we've been working on for over 18 months. So we started, it was an idea that we started, we started um, sourcing with factories in China. It was such an arduous process that we were, we had designers and going back and forth on, on, on quality and, and products. Eventually I got a lot of samples from China. I didn't like the quality because uh, we, we did wear a lot of our samples and we're wearing them every single day yeah so from from china this is 18 months ago we were, we were going back and forth we eventually ended up contacting a factory in colombia that we liked their quality and we went back and forth different designs and that's where we ended up uh manufacturing in colombia and we shipped from our warehouse in south florida so it's, it's been a long process and we're super excited yeah amrit was very nervous going into business with his best friend uh, because he didn't want to mix, you know, friendship and business. Apparently sure. that's, apparently that's a saying that I never heard of. <laughs> yeah. But like, look at you guys, you guys, except for him not screening your calls. I mean, I feel like you guys have come a long way. I know it's so much better. Uh, no, we are we're, we're talking every day. We're, 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 we're trying to think of different ways we can grow our, our company and, and make our product even better by listening to what the consumer is saying. So we're doing a lot of, we have a lot of events planned and it's, it's super, super exciting. Uh, I know we, uh, we both eventually have to have 
weddings that we had to pay for. So this is something that we need to be a success. Because, right. Totally. You know, Indian weddings, Indian weddings are expensive. You no have joke. four days of events. So I, yeah. there's no choice but to succeed. There's no choice but to succeed. <laughs> no oh my gosh. I love it. Are you down <laughs> to play a game? Yeah, of course. I love it. Okay. Games. It is called Come to My Underwear Dance Party. Okay, it is rapid fire. I'm All right. Two options. You have to choose the first one that comes to your mind. Okay, I'm getting closer to this. Okay. Okay, you ready? I know. I'm getting yeah. closer to you. I'm serious. Okay, rapid fire. You can only give your undies to one person. And these are your, like your prize undies. Who do you choose? Anisha or Monica? Monica. Brian or Dylan? Brian. I'm Rich or your hot girl fiance? Richa. Oh, I was like, I don't pick over. I was trying to fool you a little bit. Good job. Richa <laughs> is going to be very proud of you. And the, and the, okay, and, and I want to clarify too, because I have, I have reasons for the answers. Monica, because... She already loves like it's 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 the, she already had she already went through the great boxer gate so I would say here's here's like some new underwear Brian because it's Brian I would love him to model my underwear he looks sexy as hell uh -huh. <laughs> he need, he needs to be an, he needs to be my underwear model yeah and Richard because she would kill me if I said anything about her see there you go you can't pick your best brow over but look at that even in your rapid fire that is true love. Yeah, I think my husband even would pick his best friend over me. So that <laughs> is really good that you did that. Oh my God. I could talk to you for like another five hours. I've just been so excited. Like this totally, totally made my day. Um, well, thank you for having I, me. This is a lot of fun. It was is the best seeing you. I'm so excited for UDP. I'm so excited for Family Karma. The show is so ridiculous. Everybody, you psycho Bravo people, let it in if you haven't. It is so amazing. And everyone that's listening who loves you and the show, where can they find you and all your stuff on social media? Yeah. So uh, underweardanceparty.com, UDP Life. And then the, all the social handles are all UDP Life. U is an underwear. D, well, yeah, underwear dance. Dance is a D. <laughs> and P I is a party. Heard. Every day when I'm doing my opening, I still have to like read. You, you <laughs> I do that every day. I'm What's like, the alphabet? <laughs> How many letters are there? Awesome. This was the best. Thank you so much, Michelle, for coming. You guys, check out Family Karma. Michelle, everybody, it, th this show is just so hot. I love it. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to Side Piece. Make sure to follow on Instagram with the handle at SidePieceShow. That's at S-I-D-E-P-I-E-C-E-S-H-O-W, at SidePieceShow. And don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe.